So then the Buddha says, there is a genuine, undistorted, use the word descent, which is rather, descent means go into, into emptiness. When he is asked, what is the abiding place of the wise? And he says emptiness. So, in the exploration which he engaged in with, uh, um, who was it with? With Ananda. He's saying exactly the same thing as we're exploring in, in here. And the exploration is a meditation and a contemplation to help this <coughs> go deep inside so something is understood. The essence and the core of which is that, as he starts off, that which is not present shouldn't disturb. That which is present also shouldn't disturb because it's not something. Because if it was something, it would stay as it is. But it's not something. But Christopher, Sorry, yes. the, the eye, the, what we see and what we feel in a sense, that is present, right? What is seen and what is felt and what is smelled is present. Yes. So, what is thought of is that not present? Yeah, also. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the thought about the past. Yes. It's a thought about the past in the present. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's strictly, in Dharma language, strictly, strictly. We can't get to the past, it's a construction. We cannot. So, what arises is a thought arises out of this event and it's if we think or we believe it goes to the past. But you can't get to it. Nobody can get to the past. So, it's just an arising out of this. And I say, future. Nobody's ever been able to show the future. And nobody's ever been able to get to the past. It's just that there is a language of description going on. But the description is not the described. There's just a perception. And the deception is, the perception is going to the past. How could it? How could the perception go to the past? It's nonsense. But we've got ourselves in such a bloody mess as a species. We're actually deceiving ourselves and everybody else that we think we're talking about the past. We're not. We just have some perceptions which are arising. And then we add the past. It's interesting. But there's no truth in it. It's a picture story. Even so, we listening to Hans yesterday evening, you know, I'll talk about, oh, I was in India. And it's all part of human dialogue. It's our story. It's our pictures and our images and our events. But in the reality, the true reality, the perceiver cannot go to the perceived called the past. But what about the imprint of the past? Like the, the residue or the, the atmosphere that's left 
all of that, but that is the imprint, <laughs> is the impression. The impression is not the reality. And we live in the impressions through which we create the story. But it's an impression. Isn't a very important question here, because on a conventional level, mm. it's true that the past has an impact on what comes out afterwards. Yes. It can be seen in many different levels. Yes. On an ultimate level, it's not true. No. You are only talking from this ultimate standpoint. I'm only talking totally from Shinyata. Because why? It's called the Shinyata Discourse. <laughs> <laughs> Emptiness Discourse. Go on, that Alexander. Well, I think that's, uh, <laughs> if you look at the psychology of, of the recollection, there is no such thing as an objective recollection. No. Yeah, it's always transformed and it's always transmuted and it can only be sort of recalled in the present. Yes. So it, it's basically fiction. There is no objective. Exactly. In this case, hands just remind me, I'm talking emptiness, complete emptiness here. It's not supported by the past, there is no past. It's supported by, woo! It's supported by what is not present. But the past is not present. You can include that if you, if you wish. <laughs> it's supported by everything which is not here. It's supported by the future. If you're really going to do this. Yeah, of course it is. So, this means that it doesn't ha it can't be something which is not of something else. This moment, this which I as a poor human being, live and experience in the moment, when I have the idea, this is something, something in my perception makes it stand out to the point it starts to disturb me. And I have given it a significance, which it, called this moment, doesn't actually have. I think it has. I believe it has. I feel it has. My eyes tell me it has, my ears tell me, my mind, my memory, my mind, my mind, my mind. But it can't have. Even, you know, to pick up a piece of paper, really look at the whole thing, it's nothing of itself. It's taken all which is not present to make this piece of paper present. Christopher, who gives the significance? Exactly. What, who, what gives it significance? We, we live in the world, exactly, of an interpretation as if the interpretation was really, or the describer, as I would say, is really saying something which is really true, that something really, really is. And not even this moment has its own significance. Then, then um, in the pre at the end of the previous discourse, <laughs> or the next discourse, one, two, two. So as the Buddha says, nothing has its own existence, everything is conditioned by other factors, conditioned by life, to quote him uh, there. And he says, Ananda, explore this, practice this, look into this, go into it, till it, something is really, really understood. Because then the world of disturbances, so-called, will lose their strength.
they'll be disempowered, we might say. And uh, then he gives the usual encouragement. Encouragement, go to the teacher, listen to the, listen to the Dharma, for the minds, release for direct knowledge, and <coughs> listen to the teachings for the happiness and liberation and compassion for all. Essence of it. All right. But Christopher, it's a process, but why should uh, the significance be given? Yeah. It's, you know, always I just use from experience and the Buddha's analogy, I, it is the, the classic situation of walking in the forest at night. I've said it in this hall a few times over the years when I was a monk. And there's a branch on the ground and one sees a snake right in front and there's a complete conviction about it all the sensations in the body the temperature goes up one sweats under the armpits one, wah, 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 <laughs> da, da, da. it's got all this it's an image, it's a picture it's a story it's an account it's a projection, it's an interpretation and it's given all of this and suddenly one just sees through it it just where did it come? I can't explain you know, and Buddhists calls it not realising, ignorance, ignoring not seeing, we call it blind spots, we call it habit, we call it conditioning, <coughs> we call it ego, we call it self, we call it duality it doesn't really ever, with the language explain how it is that we've given and imparted an authority onto so-called objects, so-called past, present and future, which may end up making trouble for ourselves. And when sometimes we just see through the fiction of it, and we kind of relax, whew, wow. The question is, why do we build up the fiction? It we doesn't make any sense. It, there's no sense in it. And I mean, he's given, you know, of course, endless kinds of explanations, like Kali Seva, desire, etc., etc. But the realization is the kind of descent into going into emptiness here. It's so empty that it has the sense that it's completely unreal. And I think we have plenty of times experiences where we've had our difficulties. And then we've gone beyond it, or we've seen through it, or we've seen the emptiness of it, or it's dissolving. No, no. It's like it was unreal to be so caught up in something. And that's seeing the emptiness of it. But first of all, yes, sir. If, it, if it was the other way around, we uh, if we see a branch and it was a snake, and we would handle as if it was a crash. Uh, right, I know, a few people have said to me, <laughs> but like some people say to me, but it was a snake. <laughs> it's true, it? where the metaphor gets a little difficult. <laughs> and I think just to say, I mean essentially to keep with the same metaphor that you just uh, use, that, that seeing through it, even if it is a snake, it loses its power to disturb. That's all. One's not imparting with it uh, a perception of fear and terror. <laughs>